Welcome to the Make That Money Honey podcast. I'm your host, Sandra Joe, and each week I will be bringing you a combination of interviews and solo episodes with industry leaders in finance, entrepreneurship, and women in business. As a former certified financial planner turned financial coach and entrepreneur, I will be sharing my knowledge on how to have better conversations about money within your marriage, relationships, and family dynamics. I will also be teaching fundamental financial literacy about all of the topics that you wish you learned in school. This podcast will get you to think outside the box, create more abundance in your life, and improve your money mindset. So make sure to follow and tune in weekly, and it would mean the world to me if you shared these episodes with a friend and left me a five-star review. Hey guys, and welcome to the Make That Money Honey podcast. This is another episode getting you ready for the upcoming holiday gift giving season. So my name is Sandra and today I'm going to be talking to you about how you can prepare for the holidays from a financial aspect so that you're not shooting yourself in the foot and starting off the new year in debt or overspending. Uh, So we're going to look at a couple strategies here about how you can prepare for not only gift giving, but also for the holiday season in your spending habits, going to parties, going on vacations and things like that. So let's kick off. Firstly, who doesn't love taking advantage of the Black Friday sales? Now, the reason I am putting this episode out a little early is because going through the holiday season can be very expensive. And if you plan ahead properly, you can actually take advantage of the upcoming Black Friday and Cyber Monday sales that are going to be happening in the next couple of weeks. So what we want to do going into the Black Friday sales is really having a clear picture of who you want to buy for and how much you want to spend. Now, this doesn't need to be a complicated task, whether you want to write it on a piece of paper or use an Excel spreadsheet. Basically, the strategy of going in is writing down all the names of each person that you want to buy for. And then in the next column over, what you're going to do is your budget for how much you want to spend on that person. So let's say it's $50 or $100. You would add that beside their name in the next column and you would do a sum total down at the bottom of once you've allocated a certain number of dollars to each person that you want to buy a gift for. When you look at the total, you want to make sure that this fits into your financial position. So let's say, for example, the total for all the people that you want to buy gifts for is $1,500. Now, $1,500 for some people might feel like a lot of money and you're going to be like, oh, crap, I didn't realize that I was actually going to be spending that much. Maybe I need to scale back some of those gifts and how much I have budgeted for those people. So then you can go through and you can look at reducing each amount by maybe $20 here, $20 there. And then you're going to look at your final budget amount. And in the next column over, you would put what you anticipate you're going to buy for that person. Maybe it's a diary, maybe it's a book, maybe it's some cool pair of socks or something like that, a scarf. And once you've gotten an idea of what you're going to buy for each person, that's where you can start looking for the sales. So we know from experience that the Black Friday sales will start to come out early and you'll start getting all the marketing emails and all of your favorite brands and Instagram targeted ads, which they're so good at these days. I mean, I recently got a puppy and all of a sudden now everything I see is 
uh, advertisements for dogs and they totally know their market. So you can use those to your advantage as well. And sometimes you get a little bit of an extra discount if you sign up for their mailing list and then you can always unsubscribe later. So when you are looking at your holiday gift giving, planning ahead will definitely save you money. Also having that budget will keep you on track so that you're not going into these sales blindly with no idea of what you actually want to spend. So when you go in with a plan, and of course it does take some planning and, you know, we always say, oh, we're going to do it. Oh, we'll do it next week. We'll do it next week. It shouldn't take you longer than 15, 20 minutes, which could save you hundreds of dollars because as we know with consumer spending and marketing, we have a tendency of way overspending because we're like, oh, that shiny object is really cool. Or, oh, this would be amazing. They would totally love that. And you might be spending $150 when you had originally hoped that you were going to spend maybe around 50 and all of those dollars add up. And this is why so many credit cards are just marketing like crazy over the gift giving season, because they want you to use your visa, your MasterCard, your Amex, because we know when we use banks money, we have a tendency of spending more. And then we come into January with a little bit more credit card debt than we had originally hoped for. And it starts the year off putting us in financial pain or financial strife or frustration and anxiety and all of those things. So this is why we want to avoid that. All right. So we've got our Excel sheet. We've got the amount that we want to allocate to each person, and we've got a rough idea of what we want to get them. Now, if you've got no idea, at least you've got your dollar figure so that when you are starting to browse over the gift giving season, you can ask yourself if that fits into your budget. Now, when it comes to gift giving, there's also another thing that I want to touch on, and that is how much should you be spending if you're not in a good financial position? Now, when you're looking at your network, and that includes your family and your immediate friends, I really urge you to ask yourself the importance of these gifts, given your financial position. Now, obviously, there's going to be some people that you're absolutely want to, going to want to buy for, and that's totally okay. But if you are somebody that is paying off a large amount of debt right now, you're living paycheck to paycheck, maybe your hours have been reduced at work, and you just are not in the best financial position this holiday season, just know that that's okay. You don't have to stretch yourself and you don't have to overspend just because you've done it in years in the past. People are forgiving. They understand that this has been a, you know, unusual year in terms of income earning, in terms of work, in terms of ability to spend money and things like that. So nobody is going to have this expectation this Christmas of these lavish gifts of things that you would normally spend on somebody, especially if they know your position. So just keep that in mind. So when you are looking at what you want to be doing gift giving wise, if you don't feel like you can buy for everybody that you would normally buy for, this is when you can start thinking of other ways of gift giving. Maybe you're making it into more of a game. So you can start a secret Santa and maybe you are, for example, setting a price limit of $100 per gift. And then you're only buying one gift instead of seven gifts for your family. And you can make it fun and draw names and then everybody keeps it secret. And you can all put your gift giving list 
I know there's programs now that you can actually do a secret Santa online and everybody puts their name in, they put what types of things they are looking for. So for example, it might be household related things, might be kitchen utensils, might be candles, toques or, or beanies, if depending on where you live, what, what uh, word you use for that. So this is a great way to mix up your gift giving. You can also use free delivery services like Amazon or free shipping so that you yourself don't have to pay for shipping if you buy it locally at a shop and you want to have it sent to a different city. You can just buy it directly delivered to their home if that's what you want to do and you might save yourself $10, $12 on shipping. So there's lots of ways that you can be productive with your money, be efficient with your money and not stretch yourself too thin over the holidays. So the secret Santa is one option, or if you are doing family gift giving and you're doing it with everyone in your house, then you can also look at setting a price limit for how much you each want to spend each other and also asking people for their wish list. Because if you don't know what they want, there could be something on their wish list that is totally within your budget like candles or like I mentioned before, household goods, you know, picture frames, something like that. Whereas you might be thinking, oh, I need to buy them a jacket or I need to buy them a scarf or something a little bit on the pricier side. So having a wish list, giving your wish list to other people as well, and also communicating, which I know can be a little bit challenging for some people, but communicating that you don't have a lot of money to spend this holidays. So if they can be quite precise with what they are putting on their wish list, it would really help you out so that you can ensure that you stay on budget. People are super understanding. Nobody's going to look at you and go, oh my God, I can't believe Sally didn't get me a thousand dollar gift this Christmas. I'm not going to be friends with her anymore, or I'm not going to love her as much. Nobody thinks like that. That is what we tell ourselves in our own head when it comes to our ability to purchase for other people. Nobody is going to look at you any differently if you spend slightly less money, but you put thought into the gift instead of extra dollars. So just that's something to keep in mind as well. Another thing that you can consider for gift giving, if you're not much into purchasing material objects, if somebody is, you know, they already have everything and you just want to appreciate them and show your respect for them. You can also give the gift of experiences. So for example, you might get them a gift card for going out for dinner, going to a winery, going to a movie or a show with their kids. Something that's a little bit more experience-based is a great gift idea for people that have everything or that you're not sure what to buy for. So that's another one. I love doing that personally. And that always goes a long way because it's a very unique, heartfelt gift. Okay, so coming back to how to budget for the holiday season. Holiday season, we not only buy gifts for others, but we also have a tendency of spending a little bit more on ourselves. And it's not always in the form of shopping. Not everybody's a shopper. But if you are a shopper, using those Black Friday sales and the Cyber Monday sales to buy your holiday outfits is something that you can take advantage of. But when you are going into those sales, it's hugely important, similarly to gift giving, that you have a budget in mind and you know exactly what you're looking for. If you go in blind to these types of sales, you're going to be 
spending way more than you should because you're going to be enticed by all these cool things. So you might be going in for a dress or a jacket, but you might come out with a dress, shoes, a handbag, a jacket, a hat, a sweater, and a scarf because you don't have an idea of what you want. And then, you know, the marketing channels are really good at recommending similar products recommended for you or based on your search to also check out these things. And before you know it, you went in looking for one item and you come out with a cart that has four or five items in it. So go in with an idea in mind. You know, you need to buy three dresses for three different events. So limit yourself and set yourself a budget for each of those dresses. Same thing goes with your holiday parties. If you are going to a lot of parties, maybe you can only afford to spend a certain amount on these parties. So if it's a hundred dollar ticket, you're allowing yourself the ability to go to three of those events, for example. And by doing this early and by setting yourself up early, you're going to be really setting yourself up for success because it's October now when this is launching and you have time to get a few paychecks in before the Christmas season and start looking at how much of each paycheck are you going to be allocating to your long-term goals, your savings goals, debt repayments, and your living expenses, and what money do you have left over that you can afford to spend on the holiday gift-giving season. For more information on how to structure that and if you need help in that area, that's where you want to book a consultation call with me on my website, sandrajo.com, because I do offer financial coaching services where we can talk about that specific to your situation. So be sure to check that out. So when you're looking at your budget and you're going, okay, I can afford to spend $500 in the month of December on parties or evenings out, you know that you need to come up with that $500 over the next several weeks. You may also be taking it out of savings, or you may be using money that you get for holidays from parents or grandparents or something like that. So that is keeping in mind that you're sticking to that $500 budget. Now, when it comes to outfits, you might have another 500 set aside for that, and then another 500 set aside for your gift giving. So you've got your $1,500 block, and you know it's divided into thirds. That's when you have an actual plan and structure that you can say, right, okay, I'm going to go into my Black Friday shopping and I'm going to use that third for my gift giving and that third for myself for my own outfits or wardrobe update for the holiday season. And then you've got your last third that you're going to be using for entertainment purposes. So this is a really good strategy to get you through the holiday period without going overboard, without overextending yourself and just being a free flowing credit card where you're just spending, 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 and you say to yourself, oh, future me will consider that. Future me will think about that. Future me will pay that off. That is how people get themselves into credit card debt, consumer debt, and stretch themselves too thin. And it actually takes a lot longer to pay that back than you anticipate. So don't be paying unnecessary interest charges come January. Set yourself up for success. Set yourself a budget and make sure that the total of that budget aligns with your financial goals. If you don't have any idea what your financial goals are, I do have a free budget calculator spreadsheet on my website. If you sign up to the mailing list, it will get directly emailed to you. So also be sure to check that out. 
So I hope this has helped you. I know for myself personally, I am notorious for waiting until the last minute to buy gifts for people and especially buying things like outfits for parties that I know that are coming up. And because the world is starting to open up now, we know that people are going to be going out and going a little bit crazier because we missed all of these events last year. But now that restaurants are opening, Christmas parties are happening, we just want to make sure that we're preparing ourselves so that we're not stressing ourselves out financially going into the new year. 2022 is going to be a big year for everybody. We're going to be opening up. The world's going to be, you know, coming back to normal. People are going to want to travel again. They're going to be wanting to go on holidays and going out more. So you don't want to set yourself up for failure by starting the year off in consumer debt because you've gone overboard over the Christmas holidays. So it's October now at the time of this recording. You've got plenty of time to get in action, to put some plans in place, spend 10 or 15 minutes getting your spreadsheet done, writing out all the names of all the people that you want to buy for, putting a dollar value attached to each one of their gifts, and start thinking about what you want to buy them so that you can go in with intention to these Black Friday sales. Now, another point is that I just read an article and I'll link it in the description from Bloomberg Business that said that Friday, Black Friday sales and Cyber Monday sales this year might look a little different than normally because there's actually been stock shortages for a lot of companies. They've had stock shortages, they've had employees shortages, there's been shipping delays. So you also may not see as many of your favorite name brands with big sales this year. So it's also something to keep in mind just in case you're not hoping or you're not able to get the discount that you were hoping for. Something to keep in mind with your budget, plan, plan, plan. You want to get in early. Don't leave your shopping till the last minute because you could end up paying exorbitant express shipping rates because shipping has been so delayed lately. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope this helps for your shopping experience this holiday and be sure to check out my website to download that free budget calculator if you need a little assistance this year. See you soon and thank you so much. Thanks for listening. And if you love this episode, please share it to your Instagram story and tag me at sandra.m.joe. I would be forever grateful if you left me a five-star review and sent it to a friend so that I can reach as many people as possible. For more information on my financial coaching and how we can work together, check out my website at sandrajoe.com. And until next time, have a great day and go make that money, honey.